0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Celtic sweep Mullerwell aside to maintain their 7 point lead at the top It looked like that gap would be stretched until Yanis Hadji popped up with the winner on his first Rangers start And hearts are rock bottom as Aberdeen miss out on the chance to go third I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Yeah it was another action packed night Gordon in the Premiership Celtic continue to impress Came back from Dubai and they're sweeping everybody aside with these Rangers Although not at their best Again After the winter break They managed just to get the job done And keep that gap to 7 points So Lots of talking points Had you at the rescue It's always nice I'm, I suppose if you're a Rangers fan When one of your new signings comes in And managed to grasp the 3 points But lots of talking points after last night's action Yeah a lot of good football last night Gordon A lot of interesting football You look at Fur Park Everyone expecting a very difficult game for Celtic They were absolutely terrific Four goals I thought we were lucky to get beat just 4-0 uh, Mark, um, you know We put on as good a performance as we could We tried to go head-to-toe with them Head-to-toe started already Unfortunately it didn't happen for us And in Glasgow Ibrox Rangers left it late But the most important thing They get the three points and Derek McInnes, after a good 0-0 at Ibrox last week, comes under a little bit of pressure again. Aberdeen not scored in four games. Incredible. Every single team in the Premiership played last night. So you must have something on your mind. Good, bad or indifferent. Maybe you were at the game. Maybe you watched it on TV, listened on radio. You've just been catching up with the scores. Whatever it is that's on your mind after last night, let's hear it. 0141-951-1025 And on Twitter you can find us at Clyde SSB. Here's a question. Have you ever wanted to be Hugh Evans or Alex Ray? No, never was. No, really, no. Right, well, we'll give it a bash. Because on a Monday they get to do their result of the weekend, their mm. goal of the weekend. They get all the fun. Ah, quite like that. And I, I figured that last yeah, night yeah. everybody played in the top flight, certainly. So I think we can give it a bash. It'll be a diet version. You don't have all the divisions to choose from. But see if you can kick us off with your... Result of the night Yeah Actually I was a howler of the week For Alex Ray A couple of weeks ago Yes Actually yes, that's right were. I remember we listening were, We were hoping that you weren't listening <laughs> Yeah Yeah Anyway that's uh, Result of the Wait, weekend uh, of Result the of the night Listen You know a lot of big results in there But I'll go for The one that Daz has just mentioned St Johnson Away to Aberdeen Now Aberdeen Derek under a wee bit of pressure But went to Ibrox And were solid And it's always a difficult place to go Tommy Wright Has come under so much pressure to go there and nick a goal in the sixth or seventh minute and then manage to hang on. I think that's impressive stuff for the Tommy Wright's men. Uh, I'm going for, as an ex-Air United manager, I'm going for my rivals, Killy, away at Tynecastle. Everyone thought after a Hearts result against Rangers, they've turned the corner, they would climb the table. Kelly went there, not in a great run of form. You, they got a good win last week at home. They needed that, and they've added to it with a terrific one away from home against Hearts. So, for me, Kelly on Wednesday night was my performance. Good options for you on the goal of mm, the night yeah. front. I must say, yeah, what are you going that's for? a tough one. Like you say, Gordon, so many to choose from. I'm going to go for an outstanding free kick, and it's not Odson Edward that was outstanding, but I think he was taught by Dermis. From St Mirren You know Jim Goodwin Badly needed that 
And Dermot stepped up Left footed Right into the top corner No chance for the goalkeeper Outstanding piece of technical ability Yeah but I'm going for the actual goal of the night Gordon I really am The actual goal of the night The actual goal of the night Uh, Mushrooms come up with number two in my opinion Joint with probably Edward Got to be Carl McGregor at Fir Park The move, the ball in, the way he flicks it up Top corner, there you're done Goalkeeper, absolute no chance <laughs> is, that, is that what you said? Or is yeah, it, right, yeah right, that's yeah. what you do You go, there's your dinner yeah. And this is always good fun We're looking for your howler of the night Because it can be anything really From a sitter in front of goal A goalkeeping mistake A refereeing error Managerial miscalculation Whatever you want What's your howler of the night? Well, a few choices there well, as well by the uh, way Listen, that was a big game uh, For St Mirren and Hamilton The six pointer And Mikael Miller in the 77th minute yeah. Had a chance To probably get all three points For his team Penalty kick And he misses the target Tries to go low To the goalkeeper's left And puts it past the post Doesn't even hit the post Puts it by Always think that's worse When you totally miss the target So that's my howler Well I can't believe I'm saying this Gordon Oh after, where is this going? After defending them for so long Even defending AD on Saturday Rangers Aberdeen When we get calls about the referee I think Bobby Madden's got to have a real look in the mirror <laughs> last night with the tackle on Morellas. Why is that not a yellow card, Louis Stevenson? It was a WWF tackle. It was incredible. And how he got away with it. So sorry, Bobby. You're my howler of the night. Showing his age there. It's not been WWF for quite some what time. Is, it <laughs> is that not today with animals now? <laughs> WWE. <What is> <laughs> When did they change the AFT <laughs> <laughs> Years ago Anyway Enough about that 01419511025 Any of last night's talking points Let's do them Let's get stuck right in You can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB uh, We'll hear from Stephen Gerrard first He says his players gave him The reaction he was looking for In the second half He asked the players At the break To lift the crowd And he says they deserved To get all three points In the end I'm very happy. Uh, obviously, it's a it's a big win, three important points, exactly what we needed in terms of the outcome of the game from from the weekend. And I thought we got out the game what we deserved. Um, our second half performance was a lot more like us, and it was an improvement on the first half showing. I thought we got frustrated and we were trying complicated things in the first half, and you could feel the groans and the frustration from the fans, and, and rightly so. So. I asked the players at half time to give us a performance to lift the crowd and get get back to more what we need and, and, and how we've performed for the majority of the season and, and they delivered the players. Um, I thought we, we at least deserved a 2-1 win, win, even more. You know, We were the ones who were getting all the shots at the goal. We were the ones that were pushing, getting a lot of set pieces, trying to create. Um, so we got out of the game exactly what we deserved. Justin is a Rangers fan in the city centre. What stood out for you last night, Justin? Uh, and a word, Hadji <laughs> was, was, was massively, massively. I, I wanted to apologise first and foremost, guys. And by the way, I won't be taking my source for lunch anymore uh, after his Morelos statement that I get slated for. So, uh, is I'll this the Tottenham Hotspur one? No, I remember. What one's this one? <laughs> No, no, another talking about for one. Yeah, you're mistaken. You must be mistaken. That, that was the <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Justin talking? had been out for lunch. Remember? Like, oh. was, do you know what? Just fair play to you for re- for reading yeah. your head so soon. Other lesser individuals would have gone into hibernation for quite a while. So it's good to have you back, even if your source is a dud. 
Yeah. But, no, he's useless. He, is, <laughs> he, can, he can eat McDonald's for now. Um, and, and, and let's be honest, Justin, when we were off the phone, we were just shaking our heads. I can't believe he's come on with that. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, I, I'm sure folk have said what. But um, no, it was, it was released last night. It, 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 we were looking kind of decent at certain parts last night, and then the frustration seemed to kick in. We seemed to start going back the way inside, and, and it was surprising kind of watching it because for the first maybe ten minutes, the, the ball didn't seem to be getting into Hadji at all. They seemed to be kind of bypassing. Uh, he seemed to definitely come short and get it. But as soon as he started getting on the ball, everything positive was going through him. He seems to lift everybody on about him, and it was it, so good to watch a 21-year-old boy in his first full 90 minutes coming on and actually telling the captain where to be, where to go, taking the free kick, going and taking the corner. He wanted to do everything. He wanted to be involved in everything, and he wanted to drive everybody forward. And you've seen players like Arfield run about him taking inspiration for it, and it was his finish. With, I know you're talking about goals in the night and uh, stuff like that. But for him to do that and take that first time where he was shows you the confidence the boy's got. It can only be good for Rangers. Justin, is it is it over the top to suggest that that was the goal that kept Rangers in the title race? Is that over the top or is that fair? Uh, I think it's fair, in all honesty, because if we'd have went to one each last night and that had been another couple of points dropped, it, it puts massive pressure on the old firm games. Um, I don't think the league's done by any manner of means until the, old, the two old firm games are out of the way. Um, but it would have certainly put us under major, major pressure. But um, the way that he... I mean, again, I may be over-egging it a wee bit, but there was decent performances to some people. But I don't think if Hadji was on the park last night, we would have, we would have, it would have been a draw. Or Gibby, if he wasn't in the park last night. I've got to say, I think that Hadji's kept Rangers in the title race, Gordon. Um, I don't think they could afford to drop any more points Especially they're come under a little pressure A little bit of pressure I was at the, the game against Aberdeen And I said on Super Scoreboard Sometimes you just got a feeling about a player um, Rangers weren't at their best against Aberdeen He come on and I think it was the 78th minute And there were four minutes added on And I've got to say I was very impressed with the lad. He looked for a ball, he was confident, he wanted to honour even if there was a man beside him. He was prepared to take responsibility. Now, I'm not getting carried away with him because it's early doors in his career in Scotland. You've but, just told us you know he's a player after 13 minutes. Yeah, yeah, but people, I, I, well, I do. But <laughs> other people like Mark and that may have take to take a bit longer, do they? Take a few months. Give him the same give, eye that you've got. Give him the next year, he might be thinking, yeah, I could get him in loan. Um, but <laughs> I've, I've got to say, that goal last night, I think, gives you so much confidence. Wins over a Rangers fans right away Becomes an instant hero I think he's got a lot to offer Rangers I've got to say that Mark was it was there a statement attached to putting him in as well A, a big call in the sense that Rangers have stuttered since they came back from mm. Dubai Everyone knew that really Dropping points last night combined with a Celtic victory Would have made it extremely difficult For yeah. Rangers to come back So actually by putting him straight in From the start It was almost like you know, Go, go, go and do what we, uh, we brought you well, here for It shows um, you know, Stephen Gerrard obviously knew the ability the boy had. They obviously knew last night was a platform for him at home. Perfect conditions, and it would suit him. Um, and 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 you're right. It would have been easy for Gerrard to start him on the bench and bring him on to try and influence the game. But with the way things have went for Rangers, they really need a creative force just now, and that's why they've brought him here. 
and and the young lads went and and done that. You know, I, I said last week in the show, I watched him in the Euros, and he looked outstanding. But it's hard to gauge when it really matters at the top end when the pressure's on if he could do it. And last night he showed that he was a difference uh, between Rangers dropping two points and getting the full three. Good man, Justin. Thank you for kicking us off tonight. Have a word with that source next time you see him. Neil Lennon was delighted to watch Celtic impress as they maintained the seven-point lead. An Odson Edward double goals from Lee Griffiths and Callum McGregor gave them the four-nil win at Motherwell. The quality of our play and motivation and hunger and desire, and the quality of the goals was spectacular. So, you know, all credit to the players. It's a magnificent win. It's not often you come here and win four-nil, and um, you know. Motherwell are, you know, good side and they're well coached. But uh, I can't speak highly enough of my backroom team and the players at the minute. You know, they've started the second half of the season brilliantly. Yeah, I mean, well, when you consider the opposition and where we were, then, yeah, probably it's the best we've played. And, uh, you know, the players are in a good place. Delighted with Simeonovic again, you know, coming into the team again and doing a, a really strong job for us. And my goalie made a great save at, at 1-0 when we needed him. So it's so the sum of all parts again, but there was some... Outstanding individual performances, McGregor. You know what's the player he is. He, I think he's so underrated at times, but not by me. I think he's just unbelievable player. How good was it last night for you, Paul? <clears throat> oh, hi Gordon. Hi Mark. Hi Gordon. Hi Paul. Uh, last night, oh, a totally scintillating performance. Uh, that's the best that I've saw. Uh, from playing an away, away game for, for even by the uh, previous season standards, I thought it was totally outstanding. Uh, I think that I need to hold my hands up here. Lee Griffiths has come back much better than I thought he would. Uh, I think he's took a bit of the burden off of uh, Odson Edward, and the two of them look the two of them look like they've been been a partnership for years. The, I think Griffiths is now not the out and out goal scorer, even though he's he's been doing good with the goals. But the the movement and it just seems to move the whole team better. Uh, Greg Taylor as well is I thought he's been great. He's been showing another dimension. He's a bit more like Tierney with his movement. Uh, I thought they were absolutely brilliant. And Gordon, they just seem so clinical at the moment. Mm. I mean, they weren't without their. Moments, particularly in the first half, and Motherwell had a decent amount of ball and had decent amount of chances. I think Celtic had six shots on target and four of them go in. And by the way, I don't say that to take anything away at all from Celtic. It just shows how clinical they are. They just don't need many chances anymore. If it's not Eduard, it's Griffiths, it's McGregor. You're bringing on guys like Christie, bringing on guys like Rogic. Mm. El Yunusi comes back amongst the subs. When they get in that final third, as an opposition fan, you're you're expecting the worst every time Yeah uh, Looking at that game last night And, and games Before gone you, you, you can still see Celtic losing a goal Right But I don't think it's matter, it matters They've upped the gears that much That if they lose one They'll just go up and score a, a, another two uh, They're clinical I think Griffith's coming back in I think Paul's right He's now starting to look like He's got a bit of fitness Sharpness He's scoring goals Confidence He's the one that stays right up And it's Edward that drops into that You know the space just between the defence And the midfield And at times he's unplayable mm. He really is He's in such form just now Every time he picks the ball up You can see defenders shaking Thinking what's going to happen here McGregor as Neil Lennon said there Sometimes he doesn't get 
the the credit he's due but his goal last night as I say I gave him goal of the night and he, I think he deserves it Pedro, <laughs> and what more of an accolade could you ask yeah, exactly. for and, 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 and I know that he'll be listening and I know he'll be sitting in his car and out saying that's good that gives me a bit of confidence <laughs> getting into the cup against Clyde <laughs> but yeah. I just I just think that Celtic of you know from the winter break the big big thing for me is the two up top corn. Celtic fans have been crying out for us for a long time and it was successful with one up. Let's be honest, they've won so many trophies. But with that extra guy up there with Griffiths who can score, his goal last night was just a striker's finish. Griffiths, you've got to say. Mm. It was so cool, calm and collective. But they've got goals all over the park. Forrest can chip in. McGregor can chip in. Christie can chip in. You know, they've got two guys up front that if you give them decent chances, the ball's going to end up in the back of the net. They've taken it to another level. Rangers are getting results and they got a great result last night. A result. But if they're going to keep on them, they've got to up their game a bit for Rangers for me now. I think he's right when you say Celtic are so clinical just now and Daz is right with the two up top because a lot of the time with this 4-2-3-1, you're relying on Edward. You know, they're white guys, Forrest and that, chip in. But just with Griffiths on the pitch, it occupies another centre half. You put in charm into that as well. You know, a creative force and 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 Forrest and and Taylor and things. It just becomes almost unstoppable. So the amount of chances you're creating, they're actually you know a higher uh, a higher percentage uh, or chance of being converted. I even think the three at the back with Simunovic back fit and Julian and Ayer, the three monsters. If you go back to the Martin O'Neill years when Celtic had three out and out monsters defenders at the back, it was so successful. And I think Neil Lennon. Obviously he played in that side He's looked at that And seen it was so successful And it's working for him now uh, Paul take us back to about 25 past 9 If you can When you see Celtic Running away with it And you see that Rangers Are still one all Did you think that was the night That it would It would go beyond Rangers And, and how do you feel about it Now that they went on To get that winner uh, To be honest Gordon When Celtic are something like that I'm not really too bored About Rangers I think that Celtic will blow end uh, I think that Celtic are getting a lot of players back now. Uh, and I also think that it's been a wee bit, it's been quite amusing that Celtic have just signed two players to add to the, it's the brilliant squad they've already got. But I think that it's almost it's been a wee bit, I kinda, it's been ignored a wee bit. Rangers have went and signed uh, a guy from Hibs that Hibs don't really seem particularly bad about. Losing on loan, and they have signed this uh, this fella Hadji, who people are buying into the name. I get it, his father and that, but uh, I almost think that it looks like Rangers have done more than Celtic have done. But I think Rangers had to do more because they've got an aging squad. A lot of the guys here rely on our agents. Celtic are bringing guys back. So honestly, I mean, Celtic. Well, I'm not really that bothered with Rangers too. Okay, we'll have to leave it there. That was Paul in Kirkintilloch, the main man for Rangers last night, Yanis Hadji, the main man for Celtic, Odson Edward. And if you want to hear what their managers had to say about them, we'll give you it next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Getting you full compensation is their goal. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon DL is here. Mark Wilson is alongside them. Looking back on an action packed, incident filled night in the Scottish Premiership. Every team in action, big results at the top, middle, and bottom. So don't hang about. Let us hear what you made of it. 0141 951 1025. We are also on Twitter 
At Clyde SSB Loads of happy fans From Celtic and Rangers Because they both got the victories mm. Sadie Kyle says Watch the game Thoroughly enjoyed it Team flying Edward Is just brilliant Well done to Mullerwell For making a great game of it um, There's always room For improvement though Anthony Harris Obviously happy But just don't get What Lennon sees In Simunovic He says He's actually quite poor And Lennon says He is outstanding It's just a flavour On Twitter At Clyde SSB Let's keep looking back On Last night Stephen Gerrard says Yanis Hadji was outstanding In the second half He says he deserved to score the winner He was even screaming at the player To take a touch Before seeing the ball Hit the back of the net Listen he's, he's, a, he's a top talent I said it when he arrived um, And yes You know Not just Yanis But all the attacking players We picked a very bold uh, Ambitious lineup today For a reason Because we were looking for a spark And creativity in the final third uh, I thought his performance Grew as the game went on Um I think in the first half he's coming to terms with Scotland. You know, people being aggressive around him, people uh, knocking him about. Um, second half he was much stronger. He, he's a brave player in terms of he received the ball um, in any situation, in any area of the pitch. And um, even if he makes a mistake next time, he won't shy away. He'll keep going. Um, his second half performance deserved to win the match. He was outstanding. And the goal, um, I'm actually shouting on the side, take a touch, but. What do I know? Fantastic finish. I think it's his dad's birthday as well, so nice moment for him. Craig is an East Coast bride. As a Rangers fan, Craig, what stood out for you last night? Um, Hadji's goal was absolutely exquisite, to be honest. Um, and it's good to see Tavernier back. That's, that was a big thing for me, I think. Although he took a bit of direction for Hadji, I think him, having him back in the squad made a difference to us all. Um, I think I, I was brilliant. I've got another wee point that you probably know here for a Rangers fan for the open, but um, I'm kind of a bit worried about this two up front that's happening just now because they are on fire um, so I don't know how that's going to come across when we actually get to play them what's your thoughts on that? What do you think Gordon because something that I noticed today is how quickly Celtic have built up a Big gap in terms of goal difference Remember mm. it was so close for yeah. a while I think yeah. everything, was, something everything was level yeah. um, And in what doesn't seem like a long time Both Edward and Griffiths are firing And I think is it 12 goals now It certainly has opened up quite a bit well, we'll still have to wait because you never know what happens between now and then, Gordon. There's a lot of football to be played. Uh, but I think it's added so much to Celtic and I totally agree with Craig. Uh, if you're Rangers, you're looking at these two and it's you look at two strikers and you're thinking usually it's one that puts the ball in the back of the net. The two of them are sharing now. You're always looking at if the ball comes in the box, is it Edward that's setting up Griffiths? I like the link-up play. I like the way they're starting to form this partnership together. Remember, these are two guys that played as lone strikers most of their time at Celtic. Uh, even McGriffiths, when he scored something like 40 goals that season. So it sometimes takes a little bit of time to form that partnership. I think they're getting it right away. They look dangerous. Edward drops off there. Defenders don't know whether they come in with them. Midfield players don't know what to... I, I just think that Neil Lennon's found a terrific formation just now. But by the time we get to Ibrox, and it'll be up to Steven Gerrard to say, right, I want to upset Celtic with my tactics, and Neil Lennon will say, well, I'm going to win the game with mine. That's the beauty of the game. I think as well with the, the two up front, it's not as if it's a new signing has just came in and you think, oh, he's maybe going through a wee purple patch in his first few games. You're talking about two proven goal scorers here. And Daz is right, they played up front themselves, but it looks like the two of them are thriving from having that wee bit of support round about them. Also alleviates the pressure. You know, it's an Edward playing up there a lot himself. He must have thought, I'm the out and out goal scorer. I need to score. 
at every occasion Now he's got a guy beside him Who can shoulder some of that burden And the two of them look like they're enjoying playing each other So it will be interesting And also wait, Two straight up It just occupies two centre halves You know usually it's You know one centre half will drop And somebody will pick up Edward Now the two of them are I think the big thing about Celtic just now watching them is For a midlay park it must be a joy Because you've got Edward coming off And you can play that ball in there And you know how strong he is And he knows he's got to give defenders trouble And then you've got Griffiths that plays in the shoulder So that helps midfield players as well, Gordon What do you think, Craig? Well, I, I can agree with that, to be honest But I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to see what Hadji does to the, to the squad Because his finish last night was out of this world And he's only a young lad and uh, I think if he gets settled and gets a few more good balls put at his feet, I reckon we can give him a, a good run for their money. I genuinely think that, but I, I don't know. Um, he's maybe a bit green. He's no green, that's probably the wrong way to put it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's no use to the Rangers squad yet. He's only just two, and I think getting used to that Rangers squad will make a difference for Hadji personally. I think. Yeah, I was, I was... Going to say, Craig, because when he arrived, I think Stephen Gerrard and I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I can't remember the exact words, but basically said, "Give him a bit of time. You know, mm, don't don't yeah. expect too much too soon." And even there, Craig, in the clip we just played, you he said in the first half he was you know getting used to the the, the other side of of the Scottish game. Is there still a, a little bit of patience required with him? Do you think? Yeah, I, I think so as well. I think I think, um, I think Rangers fans all the time are, are pretty uh, superficial sometimes. And when somebody comes in and they get a new signing, he's got to be scoring goals or he's got to be doing his job to the letter. Um, and I think I think Hadji showed up last night and he, he turned a lot of Rangers fans round. Uh, the, the first half, uh, a lot of my pals were at the game. I didn't even make the game last night, but the crowd wasn't really there for the first half. And I think that does make a difference in Ibrox and in, and in Parkhead as well. That if your, your crowd's behind you, your players will, will play better. They will play better knowing that the crowd's behind them. So I think Stevie G gave them a right good... A good kick at the, the half time And it did make a difference it was, it was To be fair, Hadji You know, Craig's right Coming in as a Rangers or Celtic player The pressure's on you But especially in the January window When you're in the middle of a title uh, a Challenge here And and he, when you're forming Your results haven't been good Exactly So this boy's come in Fair play to him He's come in This pressure's immediately on his shoulders and he's, he's paid off right away, you know, straight from the off. Speaking of players that are having a contribution, Odson Edward is now up to 24 for the season, 20 in the league. Now, it's been a few seasons since the Premiership had someone get to 20 goals. Edward's done it by the 6th of February, or the 5th of February, as it was last night. Neil Lennon says he's enjoying watching the partnership with Lee Griffiths. He's a special, you know, when he, he's in that sort of form. You, he's a joy to watch, you know, free kick. You know, it was a great finish for the first goal. His link-up play with Lee at times was very creative and, and good to watch, but he's just a 22 and outstanding footballer all round, and um, he's just so important to us at the minute. Played with good strikers, and at times it's telepathic, or football intelligence, and those two have got an abundance. Lee Griffiths is a, a natural centre-forward. Um, he can get better, he can get fitter, we all know that, but he's got natural football intelligence, and you know, I've already touched on Odson, so the two of them linking together doesn't surprise me at all. Right, we know he's good at the moment, Odson Edwards. Brian and Sterling, just how good? How would you sum him up? Uh, I'm going to say something that might be a wee bit titter at times, but, but Odson Edward is the best thing at Celtic since Henrik Larsson. Now that 
in itself is a big statement. It's massive, in fact, because we all know what Henrik gave us in seven years. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that he's going to be as good as Henrik. I'm saying he's the best thing since Henrik. That includes the Dembele's that went away, twenty million pounds. That includes a lot of players that are revered and still say to this day, that guy has got every single tool in his box and he uses them every game nearly. Last night there was four or five players running about him at one point. I was there and I really I must commend Motherwell's on their on their uh, on their tactics. They went to to entertain their own fans, to play football. That expansive forward pressing, and it's good. It's good to have teams that are no afraid to have a go, because as we've seen um, at certain grounds, if you have a go at Celtic, if you have a go at Rangers, there is chances that you can pick up points. Doesn't now, feel Mother so Hall, good when you lose four 0 though, Brian, does it? But listen, from the first half to the second half, there was a massive difference. Yeah. And the massive difference was three to four players. It wasn't Motherwell weren't a four nothing down team. That is how we get the game ended. Motherwell, that's why I take my hat off to them. And say good because they'll win more games and they'll they'll be in better position to win games if they keep playing that kind of football. Plus, they'll get their fans their bums yep. in seats. So that's the first point. But the reason why Celtic and I've said this and I was a, a wee bit ridiculed by Hugh, uh, your one Hugh Evans when he was on the, the show. Celtic do. Dubai the last five years and every time they come back and I said I'm not worried about Celtic um, in the first half of the season and I'm glad that we have a title challenge you know I mean running away with it and, you know it doesn't get the guys who the money men thinking right what do we need to do it doesn't get the coaching staff what do we need to do to best this this uh, challenge and it's good for Scottish football it's good people are talking about Scottish football more when there's a challenge but the Dubai thing, the the whole uh, change of tack afterwards, Celtic come out fighting. This is the best part of the season. They come on. What it does is it gives the the big players a chance to rest, not rest rest their mind from competitiveness. Go out there and play the kind of training and do the kind of training. It gives them another preseason. And you can see what it's done to we Griffiths. Griffiths. And uh, Edward last night were like telepathy. It was crazy. Mm. And then you had the, the. I mean, for me, how can you take the man of match away from uh, Griffith uh, from uh, Edward? For me, Calmac was out of this world. If I could give him eleven out of ten and no be ridiculous, I would have. Let me put some of those points to the, the panel, Brian, just because we're a little bit short in time before the travel. The best at Celtic since Larson. Could you? Like, um, would you disagree? Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, I'm racking my call. brains after Henrik Larson left. I mean, I played with some of the strikers. You know, John Hartson was still there. You know, Zarafsky. You go through the years. Hooper. Scott McDonald, Gary Hooper was outstanding. Then, of course, Dembele. Listen, I'd say Brian's got a point. I think Edward is is more rounded than all of them. He can probably do everything. Each of those strikers, Venegura Hessling. Had something in their locker that was outstanding. Edward seems to have it all. Can hit set pieces. Can have the pace to run in behind. Strong, great finisher. Can score headed. Go. He's got a wee bit of everything. You know. So when they, when they really disagree with Brian and that one, I think he's he's the most rounded striker that Celtic have had since Henrik Larsson. Uh, I've got to agree that he's up there. Of that, there's no doubt. Oh, no, I know. Come on, I'm not having up there. Yeah, up there, up there sitting uh, in the get fence. off the fence and tell us yes or no. 
Who's, who's better than him then? Uh, well, since I, I, thought, I thought Dembele was a terrific talent. I really, and, and you know, I watch a lot of the French football, and he's getting better and better. <laughs> who's who's he playing with? Um, <laughs> but I've got to say, Edward just now has just got the complete football game. I really has. Um, he's got everything. I love the way. Uh, the one thing I said about um, you know, a while back, Gordon was I thought sometimes his link up play was slack. See the now, it's absolutely brilliant. He comes off and he links up and so is that a yes or no? I don't know. I'm trying to get <laughs> my mind. I'm, I'm trying to get to the travel here. Because <laughs> 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 was a second, but Dembele was a magnificent player for Celtic. But okay. I'll not sit in the fence I think the two of them Are the same just now Oh That's exactly oh. on the fence um, The thing about it Mark And I think you, you both mentioned it, It's probably the variety Of, of what he's yeah, doing yeah, yeah. You've now got to get He's banging in free kicks mm. He's obviously dropping deep You know he's a good finisher When he gets into the box There were times last night Where he would Drop in 40 yards out 30 yards out Get the ball Turn Nutmeg someone Drift past someone else yeah. And and I, I, I just think he has it all I mean even if you go back You know to when he first came And Dembele was there Remember he played a wee spell Off the left as well So he can play that position But now as Dad said His link up plays so much better He's strong But he can lead the line as well And he's it's just paying off He can play in a partnership He can play one up front I just think Everything taken into consideration um, he's an outstanding footballer And I've always said Gordon His biggest threat Free kicks I've said that <laughs> yeah, Don't yeah. think we forgot yeah. At the time that you ruled him out As being a free kick taker Anyway uh, That was Brian and Sterling Craig and East Bride Before him Thank you very much For the calls gents We're going to get some travel And then we will hear From Motherwell boss Stephen Robinson How did he see Last night's game From his perspective Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors They play to win Every time Talk to Thompson's.com Mark Wilson and Gordon Dieller are here Looking back on last night's action In the Premiership What's on your mind? Why not tell us 01419511025 And on Twitter at Clyde SSB Scottish Cup this weekend as well Some absolutely brilliant fixtures coming up So we'll Turn our attentions to those We had Hearts going bottom last night A disappointing night for Aberdeen Kenny Miller has hung up the boots as well So there's just a flavour of what else She might want to get involved As the show progresses <laughs> How much older is he than you Mark? No, Can he still? No, Kenny no. Uh, What is he? Five year older than me now Tell the true reason why Kenny Miller has hung, hung up his boots No save it Save it We'll do that oh, later dear. Yeah we're still on last night's action Don't you worry we will, We'll get that out of you uh, If we have to Motherwell boss Stephen Robinson He's ruining missed chances As they were beaten 4-0 They do remain third other results going their way, uh, but not a not an easy night at the office for Stephen Robinson. But the quality they have, they punished us. Um, you know they were ruthless with it, and you have to sometimes just admire the quality in, in some of their play in the second half. You know I think Edwards, arguably the best player in the league at the minute, he's he's unplayable at times. You know, um, and and we got punished by a, a very very good side. What I take out of it is. <laughs> Yeah, a good performance first half. Um, am I happy with that? No. Um, the scoreline, people said to me out there that we probably didn't deserve to get beat by four, but we did because they, they punished us and they they were ruthless with our chances when we weren't, and that's the difference in levels. Uh, Chris is on Twitter, Gordon. He's got a qu- well, a, a question that I'll put to you. Mm. His suggestion is that, that Chris Long should be in trouble for, well, I guess what he is alleging to be a stamp when he, when he landed on Scott Brown. 
Chris doesn't seem too happy about it He's also happy that we haven't discussed it yet He says it's now 1842 um, mm-hmm. So he's keeping a, a close eye on the clock as well So let, let's discuss it. It, it Does Chris have a point? No, not for me uh, I watched it last night, Gordon uh, I watched it back again today um, There's no way that that was meant uh, Two things Chris Long was looking away Didn't see Scott Brown there Um I watched the reaction of Scott Brown. I don't think Scott Brown even thinks that Chris Long was trying to be a bit naughty. And I don't think that's in the boys' locker. And I'm absolutely flabbergasted that someone's brought that up. There's no chance. Flabbergasted? Yeah, I thought that's word. That's word I've never heard you use that before. <laughs> I don't ask me to spell it. You must have heard somebody <laughs> saying that today For that to be in your head Flabbergasted It probably went along the lines of In the queue at Greg's I'm flabbergasted You're trying to get a discount off this coffee <laughs> <laughs> That sounds uh, other, a bit right Other high street bakeries are available yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Mark does, does who, who are you with? No, are you with listen, Chris no, with I'm with Daz here um, It's just amazing me just now Any contact with, between player studs and a, a body It's automatically people are jumping on That's a stamp And you know, get this sorted out Review it Sometimes contact happens in games And people can't go out the way Or they can't you know, shift balance or whatever It happens But I'm with Daz in this one No, I didn't think it was a stamp I suspect it wasn't the answer Chris wanted But mm. given me his answer anyway Alec is in Motherwell Was that a sore one last night, Alec? Well, when you're playing old firm, Gordon Anything you get off the old firm is a bonus And by the way, I agree with Chris I think that was a stamp Because uh, that's my point's going to be About the referee And it's no sore grapes All credit to Celtic They won the game They pumped us for nothing uh, We had chances We never took them And if you don't take your chances Against uh, well, any team for that matter It does come back to haunt you But the referee uh I'm not blaming him for Muller's defeat. There's no way whatsoever. But some of his decision-making... I'll give you an example. Last night, where I was sitting in the new stand, I was in line with the 18-yard line, and Chris Long had a shot at goals in the second half. It actually went out for a throw-in. Now, it hit the corner flag and rolled out for a throw-in, and the Celtic fullback, I can't remember who it was, he picks the ball up, and he's walked up and walked up and walked up. He's now in line with me at 18-yard box. Just passed it So he stole about 20 yards And I know players steal Two or three yards every week It's part and half of it But he's 20 yards away From where the ball went out And the linesman's Actually going out his road To let him take the throw in Alec the east stand at Motherwell Has been raging About players taking throw-ins In the right place For as long as I've been going there mm. so, As long as I can remember And I'm not saying That you're wrong I mean the rules are there You should take them In the right place But In, in the context of Big decisions That can go against you Does mm. it really matter? Does it really matter? No, no, of course it doesn't go. I mean, I'm not saying for one minute it affects us as a result of the way we play, but it's a, it's the inconsistency of the referees. And I think the linesman especially, because he actually moves out his road and he knows the ball's been out right at the corner flag and he's watched him walk up. Now, the 18-yard book speaks for itself. That's 18 yards away and he's still a wee bit further and he actually stands and watches him. Alec, Alec, is that your only complaint from the officials last night? Be- because see if it is, hang up quickly. If it's not, make something up. <laughs> oh, come on, Gordon. I know Seriously, that are, you, you, are you telling me that you're giving the officials criticism because of one incident like that? No, no, come no, on. no, 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 no one incident, Gordon. No, right, no. well, tell me another, tell me something else that annoyed you last oh, night. Oh, you've Alec. got him, Alec. He likes sticking up for the referees. No, no, no I totally no, gave Bobby Madden the worst. 
I'm, I'm just saying, well, this Chris that was on Twitter says that about the the guy, uh, Chris Long, stamp and scum. I think it was a stamp. And I know uh, uh, it's just a matter of opinion. Mm-hmm. But there's another thing. To me, it was quite clear. He knew what he was doing. And that's me going against a mother player. I know you'll find that hard to believe, but he did stamp on Brown. Well, that's okay And and you rightly said You've got an opinion Mark and I both agreed That it wasn't a stamp So you can't have a go at the referee for that He's made his own opinion about it Well, so could Wouldn't wouldn't be the first time So could Alec (laughs) and Chris on Twitter Yeah, but you're acting as if Because you two agree No, 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 no What I'm saying It was a difference in opinion And the referee made up his own So it's not like it was a clear Like, I gave Bobby Madden Howler of the the night So you did, Because that was clear And nobody can defend that Whereas Mark and I are saying Well, we don't think it is Alec and Chris saying Yes, it is So, I'm not I, I, I just think Once again, I'll go back to Saturday again when people are upset with different ways of what's happened in a football match, it's the easy target. Referee, Alex, come on tonight. Brilliant to phone in. Motherwell supporter with you all the way. Probably sat in the Wally Pettigrew bus with you, going up to Dundee and stuff like that. But to come on and moan about a referee or official because a player has stolen, well, Alex says 20 yards. I, I just I find that incredible. Just before we have to get to the news, what about Alex's other point and something that Stephen Robinson said, Mark? It's always a, a, it's a real debating point on this show About how the so-called smaller teams Should approach these games Should set up We always get complaints From Celtic and Rangers fans Going this is rubbish Teams are just sitting in They're just making life hard They, they, they don't want to open up And then Mother will Do give it a good go Do go toe-to-toe Do create chances Can't take them Because they mm-hmm. don't have a £9 million striker Yeah and, and lose 4-0 Despite it not really feeling like a 4-0 I think anyone who was there Feel like Motherwell had Their moments In the, in the first half And mm. stuff what, 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 What's what the right approach? approach? Well Listen Gordon Who knows I, I mean you could sit Everybody behind the ball In one moment of brilliance Take Edwards free kick That that could win it Because the quality is that high Why not have a go? Uh, if you've been playing that way All season And you've got yourself High up the league Playing that way Some great results Why would you change yeah. your style? You know If you're going to get beat anyway With sitting in Keep to your style and have a go yourselves. Alec and Motherwell, thank you very much. That takes us up nicely to this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. It is Beat the Pundit time. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here. They were kicking off on last week's Beat the Pundit. They were really it was it was horrible to watch them take the Mickey out of the poor contestant <laughs> uh, last Thursday. Hope it's again. So oh, if I. you want to call in and try and knock them off their perch, now is the time. 0141-951-1025 and you need to call us before seven o'clock. Your chance to beat the pundit next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here Looking back on all the big talking points From last night's Premiership card Every team in action We've got Scottish Cup games coming up this weekend Some fascinating fixtures as well Have you any thoughts on them? What about fans of teams we've not heard from yet? We've had Celtic, we've had Rangers, we've had Motherwell What about Aberdeen, Hearts? You guys must be frustrated to say the least Any memories or tributes to Kenny Miller Who retires at the age of 40? What an innings he has had He's decided to hang up the boots uh, and we'll maybe look at that And some other stories after we do this 
Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. It is Beat the Pundit time. Gordon and Mark are here. One of them will have to defend the signed ball against Thomas from Cumbernauld. How are you, Thomas? How you doing, guys? I'm fine. Good. You're not a neighbour of Mark Wilson's, are you? No, but I, I know what he's saying. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I hate that sounds <laughs> ominous. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> this could go one of two ways. Probably mm. ball off. Well, well, nobody as harsh to you as we were last week to Chris and yeah. Thomas. Try and get one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aye. That's good advice. Uh, heads, it is Mark Wilson, he'll come Bernal Derby, and tails, it's Gordon Diel. And it is heads It's Mark oh, again Come on, come on Tam uh, <laughs> Come on Tam <laughs> Mark I'm going to give you Something else to listen to Mark right, go for it Just so that you can't Hear Thomas anymore Thomas Here's the deal You've got 30 seconds On the clock You're going head to head With Mark The secret is That you can pass The guys that you win it pass. You can So if you don't know it Just pass it quickly And move on to the next one Okay Okay Good man Your time starts no. What is the name of Yanis Hadji's dad? Oh, El Hamid. No. Who was who was the last the last non Old Firm side to win the Scottish Cup? Half. What age is Kenny Miller? Thirty six. Who's the top scorer in the Scottish Championship this season? Toby. What nationality Celtics Marion Shved? Russian. What year of the 90s did Christian Daly get his first Scotland cap? 92 Let's see if we can bring Mark Wilson back Mark, can you hear us? Yep, yep Great uh, It helps if I put your mic on, I find that <laughs> yeah, as well yeah, yeah. Right, you ready? Same set okay. of questions to right. you, okay? What is the name of Yanis Hadji's dad? Georgie Hadji Who was the last non-old firm side to win the Scottish Cup? Uh, St Johnson What age is Kenny Miller? 40 Who's the top scorer in the Scottish Championship this season? What a Shanklin What nationality is Celtic's Marion Shved? Ukrainian What year of the 90s did Christian Daly get his first Scotland cap? 93 Name any of the two former Rangers players Who won the FA Cup with Portsmouth in 2008 Stephen Davis No <laughs> No, Steve Davis <laughs> no. Defoe. Oh my. Oh, Defoe. No, it's not Defoe either. <laughs> You'll find out. It's not Defoe. Uh, I, I can tell you that much. Tam to the Chris. Right, let's go through. <laughs> let's. <laughs> let's. <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> nah, nah. He was. He was better. One. Let's go and find out. What is the name of Yanis Hadji's dad? It's Georgie Hadji. Thomas, is that ringing I any bells? No. <sighs> No No <laughs> No I can start no. <laughs> Mark Wilson came into the office today furious Because the guy who came in to fix his Hoover this morning Had never heard of Georgie Hadji he ba- See if you're out there Mr Hoover technician uh, You've scarred him He was banging on about it for half happy. an hour Come on us to tears Keep, keep yeah, time going here This could be good uh, Who was the last normal firm side to win the Scottish Cup? It was Hibs Oh, aye, aye, Rangers, aye, great. Aye, aye, aye. Um, 1-0 still to Mark Wilson What age is Kenny Miller? He's 40 Yeah Well done yeah. Come on Tam, Mark Tam, got Tam. It. Where's Tam? Where's Tam? Tam? Where's Tam? 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 Tam's still on zero <laughs> Tam. <laughs> He knows where you stay He says Tam, Tam's sitting on the couch next to Chris Going I know where it feels like me <laughs> Who's the top scorer in the championship this season? Lawrence Shankland Come on Tam 3-0 to Mark Wilson <laughs> 
What, um, what did Tom, has Tom gave an answer to any of these? Uh, uh, to, <laughs> yeah, he guessed a few he's of them. He's sending his yeah. email. I'm making you look What nationality is Celtic's Marion Shved? Oh, Tom. Tom, he's Ukrainian. He's not Russian. So Mark Wilson <laughs> stretches his leads. Is that not the same? <laughs> well, don't don't get don't don't start a geopolitical oh, debate no, on Scotland. Um, what yeah. year of the nineties did Christian Daly get his first Scotland cap? I don't know what you're laughing at. It was ninety seven. You were miles out. Where was Tom? And you also said that Stephen Davis won the FA Cup aye, with Portsmouth aye. when you had the choice of Pedro Mendes and Nico Crancher. Oh, I loved for. that from you. We got, obviously, oh, it was Jermaine Defoe. Listen, I feel like Tom. See, but you need to be quicker, so <laughs> let me count them up for Mark. One, two, three. It was only a four for Mark Wilson. It wasn't brilliant. What did Tom get? It was a zero for Tom, <laughs> I'm afraid. <laughs> Thomas. Andy, where are you rounding up these guys? Oh, I'll tell you what, that is, Nate. That's Chris with a different that's voice, it. isn't it? <laughs> that's Chris back on. Thomas, Thomas. Oh, Moonmark, get a boy, you're Gerdon. <laughs> 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 so, so, but as near as you'll get to him, you were hopeless there, Thomas. Honestly, he knows no, where man. you live. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, well. No, no, definitely. Well played. Tom, ah, thanks, thanks. I would say the same to you, but. Tom, let, mean, just let me say, your, your family's very embarrassed with you, mate. <laughs> Ah, they are. I chose my mates. Oh, have you got any? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Brilliant. That was Thomas in oh, Cumbernauld. Goodness. Ah, where are you getting? We only need to go minus fours and that. These guys are you joking? Mark only got three. Oh, you got four. Four. Right? Four. Four. Four's good. Four would win. Especially you. when you're up against a nil. <laughs> Chris and Tom. <laughs> week after week. Because I wait till next week. I don't think we've had any. I don't think we've had any other zeros since last Thursday aye, So you're, aye, you've you go, landed aye. quite lucky aye, Well, they obviously underestimate us two on a Thursday and phone up aye. these guys I'm telling you now, picture us in Wishaw Chris is running about celebrating Thank God there's only one time <laughs> Ah, well done Tam for phoning in aye, and embarrassing yourself <laughs> Not at all We welcome everyone Of varying <laughs> exactly. abilities as well yeah. uh, right, Can we send them a picture of the ball? Your chance to beat the pundit Will be back tomorrow night At the same time Just after 7 o'clock So listen up for the shout Just before the news um, So what about that question That featured there Former Scotland striker Kenny Miller Has retired from playing At the age of 40 You probably know the CV Began his career at Hibs Rangers Wolves Celtic Cardiff Back to Rangers there was spells at Livingston and Dundee And finally at Partick Thistle 69 Scotland caps A 12 year career Taking him up to beyond his 40th birthday That alone is a hats off isn't it? Gordon, a, incredible. Gordon once you have a career like that It's unbelievable right You look back and all your memories And what you've achieved And what people say How do you know when the right time comes To retire? Now, everybody would look at Kenny and think, well, he's 40, but he's still as fit as a fiddle. He's scored, what, double figures with Partick Thistle before he left. But I know the real reason. The penny finally dropped. Over to you, the mushroom. <laughs> is this true? I thought you two were this, having me on. This is as true as you will ever <laughs> no, this well, is a guy. That, this is a was... guy that's played at the very top level. Don't you're, tell me you tried to get him a breaking. Oh, of course, Gordon. Sitting, you've got to try your arm. You're sitting hey, there one Kenny. Friday and you hear. Brr, brr, you're like, oh, I'll be a big club. Right? On comes the mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> I try to say that to him. We've got a magnificent hedge there. <laughs> you can look at. Uh, ah, Listen, tried my arm, just said, look, don't know what the, 
the situation is But Kenny says He was uh, He was thinking of rapping it I don't know if I made his mind up There and then But uh, oh, Listen What a terrific career uh, the guys had. I, I was lucky enough to be a teammate for a couple, of, was a couple of seasons at Celtic, um, and he was terrific. Just high energy. Didn't he really hit the ground running? Obviously, because his history had to win over a lot of Celtic fans. But his work rate, his work ethic, I think rubbed off, and he scored some important goals. And he's he's just he's done it all, hasn't he? For a Scotland striker, he's ticked all the boxes. International career, fantastic. Was it his last international game? He scores at Wembley. Was that the one? He scores a fantastic goal there against I can't England. remember if that was the, the last But or it one of the was, last, was one of yeah, them Yeah, I, I mean terrific So um, he can retire Knowing that he's, he's probably <laughs> he's done everything Apart from <laughs> Appear at Glebe Park So he would rather retire than work under you Which is that's, that's could, fine. That's could his, you imagine, right He could have been top of the league Shortly Because he could have brought in me, Davey and Kenny Miller's a partner <laughs> <for us. laughs> um, On a serious note I mean he's go- he goes down as the Sort of trivia question answer Having played for Celtic and Rangers mm. And Rangers more than once Not many people have uh, have done that Our two biggest clubs yeah. um, And like you say Mark I mean 69 caps For your country Unfortunately for him It, it came in an era when yeah. When we couldn't get to a major competition But every single time he played You, you saw that 100% effort all yeah. the time Well it just became You know It just became the real focal point For Scotland They gave so much You know He was a goal scorer In some big games I mean remember the patch He went through Where he was scoring against Italy And, and things like that And he, and I think with his work rate at Sometimes he, he worked that hard That it maybe took away From his goal scoring You know People would say He doesn't score enough goals But what he gave to the team For so many years Was, was incredible And um, I think you know, I know he was getting on, but he, he actually retired too soon. You know, <laughs> I, I think he still had a wee bit left in him in the international scene, but he'd obviously been there, done it all, it took his toll. Uh, and like you say, I mean, to play for Rangers, then Celtic, then back to Rangers, you don't do that if you're a poor player. You know, the guys would, would do anything to play with these clubs once in their career to go, you know, a couple of times and then be successful at, at both clubs. Is something else If there are any Memories or, or tributes Or anything like that You wish to offer Kenny Miller You know where we are 01419511025 Let's speak to Roy He's a Rangers fan Impressed with Hi Roy Hi yeah. What's on your mind tonight Roy? Uh, my, my point is basically To uh, Mark and And, God, and Gordon mm-hmm. Basically About the refereeing decisions Last night yeah, when you go which one in particular? I think I know which one. It's not a throw in again, is it? The Brellis incident the Bobby Madden. The, to the two the two pros that are sitting there, do they think what do they think of the situation basically? Right, Gordon, uh, you're, you're, you're brilliant at trying to defend yeah. referees. So give us the give us the alternative view. What might Bobby Madden have seen or not seen? Try your best Try and defend it I'm I'm trying to think of Any excuse Gordon I can't come up with any Does he think it's just A a coming together Um, Maybe the lights (laughs) Just got on his eyes As he was running over I can't even I can't think of anything That Bobby Madden Would look at that Because I watched him In the picture And he had a good view of it And I'm thinking "What What are you not seeing That everybody else In the stadium can see It's In today's game it's a definite yellow card And I don't know Maybe he's just had one of those moments of 
Madness that he's thought No I'm letting this go But you've got to say It is a yellow card And I can't defend him The mm. only other thing In fact When you go Mark I take it you oh, agree no, Listen I don't think There'll be anybody That disagrees with that It's so blatant That it's uh, It's actually laughable How, how they miss that um, So there's no doubt About that one I don't think anyone Would suggest otherwise uh, Roy The only other thing that And I'm just trying to, to Provide a bit A balance here Have we not got a tough enough time Debating the decisions that, that really Really impact the game And I'm talking about You know Goals that are wrongly disallowed Massive offside calls For goals Maybe sendings off That, that change the course of the game I know it was A ridiculous decision I know There was a sort of Comical element to it Because it was Such a bad fill How much of an impact Do you think it had on the game? A bit an effect on the game And Morelis Personally himself Because you can see In his, his moods as well I know You can see Morelis is a bit of a, a Moody player Stroppy player Sort of thing But I think What makes it worse As well The fact that The linesman is standing Right there next to you When it happened Yeah good yeah, point yeah, Because yeah. that's where The linesman You know He's what, Five yards from it Maximum Exactly, exactly. He's, he's got a great view He's got to help as well um, as I say, referees make decisions You agree with them or disagree I tend to think that a lot of the time They get a bit of criticism just for an excuse To take away from the performance of their own team Supporters' own team or blame the referee But I cannot I cannot put up a defence for that last night It was a yellow card and By the way, I, I do obviously accept that it can influence games Because you've then got a player That's on a tightrope mm. Because he, he's been booked In, yeah, in this yeah, instance yeah. It hasn't I mean I do accept that Mark I was just trying to I know I know what you mean It's not massive. Provide a little bit of context and, You know There are some decisions That fans just Can't get over Because they really feel That the game was won or lost As a result of it This doesn't fall into that bracket As much as it was a big mistake And people have had a Sort of laugh at it yeah. And saying it belonged In the wrestling And all the rest of it Maybe wasn't A direct Impact No no Let's call it an indirect I impact on the game I think it's just because it's so comical That everybody can see uh, And Roy's right The referee is right there on the spot And the linesman is right there on the spot And neither think it's uh, a yellow card I think that's the, the whole point It's such a ridiculous decision That it's became a talking point But you're right Gordon It didn't really impact anything Anyway, thank you to Roy in Prestwick for his call Let's move swiftly on to Donald and Paisley I think you might be making a similar point Donald, are you unhappy with the officials by any chance? Uh, yes, I think it's continuing with that point I'm not wanting to do the usual super scoreboard cliche Of, you know, all we're looking for is consistency And that, you know um, The refereeing performance last night was absolutely shocking You know, there was probably about six or seven incidents That you could rhyme off And whilst being a St Mirren fan You could probably... You know, on a balance of probabilities, say that at least two or three of them should have gone our way. You know, the Hamilton goal was, you know, was a clash of heads before before the free kick was awarded. Ryan Flynn, uh, the referee, only issued a yellow card when he realised it was serious enough that his game was over. That night, Abika was on the part five seconds and just did what Abika does and he get booked. But the main point I'm going to do, it was actually my son, who's 15, that pointed out to me. Willie Collum at St Mim Park has been fourth official a number of times this year. And what we've then looked into is seeing that the seems to be St Mirren and Ross County in particular have become the training ground for junior referees. There's three three times out of seven matches as Alan Newlands 
refereed St Mirren this year. The other three times he's refereed Ross County. So I think the smaller clubs just need to get a break and not be the training ground um, for for the referees because we can't see that happening at a big Celtic Rangers game. Mm. So yeah. that's really my point. Yeah, I'll be honest because obviously don't have the exact numbers mm. to hand. Someone from the Scottish FA <coughs> might well disagree. What I will say though is I've heard that complaint a lot from St Mirren fans. So it makes me think that there is something <laughs> and a lot of St yeah. Mirren fans yeah. have noticed. They feel like they get inexperienced referees quite often. And they don't like it, quite frankly. Uh, yeah, and obviously Donald's in that camp, and so is his young lad. Um, I've never noticed that, Gordon. I yeah, really I mean, it's, it's been kind of rumbling on amongst St Mirren fans that I notice online and stuff this season. Like I say, that's not even close to the first time I've heard that complaint this season. And is that, and is Donald saying the reason that Willie Collins there is for a bit of experience to try and pass on, you know, from the side of the pitch? Because you've got to start somewhere. I know that the argument can be where well, you've got to start down the leagues and work your way up. But we're by by at the calls that we get in here, we're sorting good quality referees. So maybe these guys are trying to get fast tracked to get them up to speed and try and get better improvement in the referee and situation. Um, I don't know. I have no no answer to that. But at all. I mean, I can, I can, no, I can personally say, I was going to say, say Mark, yeah, because you, uh, you, you, know, you get breaking, the really inexperienced referees, yeah. yeah. And um, do do you come off Mark most weeks and think, you know, the referee was shocking there? Or? Well, I can't say that now, can I? No, you can't say. Well, that. just no. nod. I'll no, for no, 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 no. Listen, I, I take it, uh, but I take Donald's point that perhaps you want to get a young referee in the Premiership at a, a, an Ibrox or a Celtic Park. Me personally, at breaking. We see the real bottom end of, Well not bottom end of referee But the starting point for them Where these young guys are coming out And they obviously then go through the process of the leagues uh, Now I, I don't know too much about the Premiership refereeing But if Donald's saying it And there's another few complaints about it <coughs> The SFA obviously think mm. That that's the best place for them to start Rather than throwing them into 60,000 Do I think it's fair? No, because uh, it clearly isn't I'm not picking on this guy at all It's just because Donald mentions And this is not to say he hasn't had brilliant games within mm. that But just for what it's worth In the top flight this season Alan Newlands has done Ross County, Hamilton Killy Ross County Ross County, Aberdeen St Mirren Hibs Hearts St Johnson St Mirren Killy St Mirren Hamilton So yeah, this, the same couple of clubs But like I say, I don't really know how that compares to others and some of those games he might have performed brilliantly as well, yeah. but it was that—that's the sort of uh, facts on it. Donald, what about the the football side of things? What did you you make of last night? How are you assessing the picture at the bottom? Well, I, I think the I think Jim's really needing to figure out the tactics. I think we've got a decent bunch of players now, um, and I think I've got confidence for staying up because of the we're solid at the back, and that's I suppose in uh, Jim's blood. Um, the team selection last night was a bit crazy. We've got one striker up front and my wee favourite, Junior Marias, and we've got four strikers on the bench, you know, against Hamilton. You know, so you look at that, and even the layman, I'm, I'm not a great student of the game, but that to be the optics and that just doesn't look quite right when you've got five strikers in the squad and one in the park. Well, it was a wonderful free kick. That's the, the that's the obvious um, positive you guys, yeah. one of you guys get. That was great. That was it was a great goal of the night for Mark. Um, 
Is Donald on to something? Is, yeah. is with with winter recruits and stuff? Is Jim Goodwin still trying to figure out what's what's best? Um, listen, I don't think so. I think Jim would have studied it when you know Donald's saying one striker on the park and and four you know on the bench. I can't quite understand that. Jim's obviously assessed the situation and thought the middle of the park is where they're going to get a grip of the game and try to hold that area. So there's reasons behind it. I think a lot of supporters when they see a four two three one automatically think. Oh, we're only playing one up. That's negative, but isn't it? There's there's things behind that, and obviously Jim has his his reasons for that. Last night, good man, Donald. That was Donald and Paisley. Thank you very much for the call. I've got some bad news for you. Oh, it's not Thomas again, is it? On no. next <coughs> tonight's full time teaser. No, I had it put aside for Tuesday when Roger Hanna was on, and then I've just decided to give it to you two. I don't know what I was thinking, we're but not I, get it. I, I, I... hold on a minute. You might. Roger carries you every Tuesday I'm sure he does We'll give you the question next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors The compensation you deserve When you've been sidelined Talk to Thompson's.com Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's time for them to tackle tonight's full-time teaser The question tonight has been sent in by John Smith If you listen to the show regularly You'll know that John sends in really difficult questions And therefore we use them on a Tuesday Because Roger is the smartest And... We try and test him <laughs> Quite frankly um, <laughs> Not for, like honesty there For whatever reason I actually do think You'll get quite a lot of these So I've decided to give it to you tonight And the question is this Can you name 12 players Who have scored in Scotland Scotland Yep And Have a dad Who's scored In the English Premier League A so, dad Who's scored in the English Premier League 12 players who've scored in Scotland and whose dads have scored in the English Dalgleish. Premier League? Dalglishes. No. Oh, he never scored in the Premier League. Premier League era, Prem- so that yeah. would be 92 3 onwards. Right, okay. Um, Cole. Motherwell. Devante Cole? Yeah. Son of. Andy Cole. Yes. Good shout. Well done, hi. Scored for Motherwell this season, so yeah. you should remember that. Yeah. Uh, who else? I don't know. Honestly, I some might of the, text Roger. Now some of oh. these are very doable. Some are hard, <laughs> um, but they're all quite recent as well in terms of up here. Right. Okay. So, so they've She's scored in Scotland, no. and their dads have scored in the English Premier League. Ah, uh, oh, the go on. Or do you the, know what? I don't. The the boy at Hearts, or used to be at Hearts, ugh. midfielder boy Lee. Ollie Lee Ollie Lee Son oh, of uh, Stephen Lee Stephen Lee's the Steve, No Stephen Lee He's a snooker player I played with Newcastle Rob Lee Rob Lee Yeah Rob Lee Steve Stephen Lee, Lee. Brilliant. Good start Brilliant I love that <laughs> Good start for us We're the snooker Devante Cole Ollie Lee Anymore uh, Hold on a minute mm. Who was uh, the, the lad that came to Celtic on loan uh, is in it Plates up front He came last year uh, About a year ago Season ago Came on loan f- uh, For who? Oh, his parent club um, uh, Who was his dad? Oh he was famous Massive Oh but in, in, Come on in, in Like physically massive Or No reputation. he was quick He was quick he, he, Come on yeah, he, he, To be fair I'm taking the mickey I know exactly who he means And this guy's dad was Quite a player I'm surprised you've forgotten um, this one he was just saying, oh, um, where? 
Jordi, uh, oh, Tim, Tim uh, Weir. Ah, ah good. Ah, we got their name. Timothy Weir, son uh, of George, who played for Chelsea course, and Man City. I, I am struggling there to get your clues. Uh, snapping your fingers and uh, waving your hands. Right, we'll, we'll leave it there. Clues. I'll open it out to you on Twitter, and I guarantee you'll get it before these two. Can you name twelve players who've scored in Scotland and whose dads have scored in the, uh, his dads have. Also scored in the English Premier League Guys like Devante Cole Scored for Motherwell His dad was Andy Cole Ollie Lee Scored for Hearts His dad was Steve Rob Bruce. And Timothy Weir <laughs> yes. Good yes. Is, is his son Alec Bruce Yes Robert and Bruce Okay We'll leave it there <laughs> That's 4 of 12 I'm looking forward to the Scottish Cup This weekend Can't just be me yeah. Always oh. good at this stage And some great ties Some some smaller teams still left in it BSE flying oh, the flag For yeah, the Lowland brilliant. League Taking on Hibs and how can you ignore Clyde against Celtic with everything that goes along with that fixture and, and the history oh. of this competition, Mark? Yeah, well, that was uh, that was one of the biggest shocks. Now, I remember um, sitting in the house, a Dundee United player, watching that game in Dundee and thinking, wow, what a shock that is. Little did I know, the next week, I'd be sitting in the dressing room with the same guys and, of course, it was... It was Roy Keane's debut So let me get this straight and Celtic lost to Clyde And uh, thought I know how we fix this uh, Oh I Exactly <laughs> They went right in the dressing room After a game <laughs> And that's it We're bringing in Wilson We're <laughs> going to get him Didn't matter how much history. money <laughs> Trophies Trophies followed <laughs> after that So It must have been a weird time though Because the club would have been rocked uh, by that Wow it was uh, I mean the, the whole fallout You know The, the Roy Keane and the Dewey Remember Dewey played that yes. game as well And he was never seen Now I'd, I'd known that, This shows you how quickly he he departed the club. I never seen him. He was away apparently before I, I, I arrived. So that shows how quick that time scale was. But it was an incredible shock. So you signed the very next week, was it? Or next, a couple of days uh, later. Or? Next week. What date was I? So it would have been I. The next week. So I I signed uh, mid January, and um, I mean it, it was a, a total shock. And the club was going through a wee bit of transition at that time. But uh, it was amazing. But just when the Roy Keane situation. After what had happened at Man United and his big fallout to come to Celtic and play his debut at Clyde and lose, I mean, uh, it must have been an incredibly intimidating experience for those guys that were in that dressing room that day. Because I, I well, I tell you, I, I played a couple of weeks later my debut against Dundee United. Roy Keane was on the bench. We ended up, we were 3-1 up. We threw it away in the last couple of minutes, 3-3. And we had a meeting in the Monday morning, I think, video meeting. And Roy didn't say anything in, uh, at the game time. And Gordon said his piece and blah, 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 this, that, the next thing. And that was the first time Roy spoke calmly right enough. He says, I can't believe. We've seen Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh, he just said, I can't believe people didn't have each other by the throats after that. <laughs> now, that was a league game against a Dundee United team who were decent. So I can't imagine what happened the well, week I think, before I think the story goes that he actually didn't say anything But I think that's maybe because it was his, his first game And then he's clearly saved it up till you arrived And that's, so yeah, that's what I he said, exactly, said I can't believe people exactly. And you know what the, the funny bit about that story was That he says I can't believe people didn't have each other by the throats I mean it was just incredible And it, you know it collapsed And nobody said it in the dressing room I can't believe that uh, And you know then Gordon fine and said his other piece Apparently the story goes I think he was a sub and he was going to get put on But I'm pretty sure his strip wasn't there Or something He had to go back up the tunnel For something By the time he got back down United had scored the equaliser You know he was I think he was coming on And 
you know, th- that was clearly <laughs> down to him, not not being prepared or, or something. But you let it slide when it's him, don't you? I, I don't think many people wanted to say anything <laughs> to him, Gordon. To be honest, I was just sitting at the back of the room, going, "Oh wow, mm. you know, this is when you know you're at a big club when these big characters are are clashing." You had Neil Lennon, Gordon Stratton, Roy Keane on the one room at that time, but. I'm glad I came the week later and wasn't involved in that Clyde It's one. just one of the standout fixtures Gordon Clyde against Celtic Aki's against Rangers could be an interesting one if Aki's mm. defend as well as they did against Celtic and of course keep 10 men on the pitch BSC against Hibs what a a club, yeah. a club changing fixture for, for a team like BSC Yeah the money they're going to earn Gordon it's on TV as well um, I always I love the Scottish Cup because I always look around and think where could an upset where is a shot coming uh, you've got good games Motherwell away to St Mirren That'll be a difficult one um, I, d- I really don't know Where the shot's going to come I really Falkirk Hearts You there think you Falkirk can turn I listen Falkirk are flying just now You know Scoring plenty of goals And Hearts I mean look Hearts defensively You've seen it last night You know at home Everybody thinking they've got it right And their pressing was fantastic It just showed that Kelly Found a way easily I mean three up Could have been more Before Hearts even Put a wee bit of respect On the scoreline I think that could be The slip up of the round Okay we'll be looking For that one next Thursday Gordon Looking forward to it <laughs> Let's take another call Let's speak to Andrew In Somerston Hi Andrew Yes good evening Good evening panel It's good you've got uh, Gordon and Mark on tonight Bring a bit of laughter In front of the show <laughs> Something like that Too many serious people In this sit game You know Um no, I normally when I, I go to Ibrox, I was at the game last night, I normally sit somewhere in the stand, but my daughter's friends got a box and I was invited for the full boon on Oh, night. lovely. Oh, nice. Oh, oh, it was fantastic. And getting on to the game, um, I thought Rangers would have come out, after the last three games, disappointing, I thought they'd have come out with guns all blazing. But then I think you can only play to your strength of the opposition allow you to play. And... They were a bit short in the first half, but the second half, Hibs put everybody back and Rangers just went for them. And everybody in my box is like, oh, this is going to be another draw. I says, look, I'm a bit superstitious here. I'm going to the toilet. Every time I go to the toilet, Rangers score a goal. So I went to the toilet and I just heard a massive cheer. And all I could think about was, where's the toilet paper? I couldn't find the toilet paper. <laughs> Too much information. <laughs> I get back to the boat and they're like, where you get back to the toilet? <laughs> so, I mean, Rangers, you know. He got it right in the second half. Ah, uh, there'll be people at Rangers now thinking oh. we need to get Andrew a permanent toilet, a permanent box so he can just sit in the so toilet. Many, nice so many, so many questions. I, I don't know if I want to go there. Like, <laughs> d- 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 deliberately s- save it up so you can go back to the toilet. I can't. I can't, I can't find. Did he just say I can't find? I couldn't find, find the toilet paper. He yeah, couldn't find the toilet paper. I've got it in my head, right? <laughs> this guy walking out of Ibrox. Up the road to go to the shop, know where the trousers are in here. <laughs> Up to Asda and Gummy. <laughs> so, Andrew, oh, let's cut God. to the chase. You are putting Rangers' victory last night down to your toilet habits. Yes, definitely. <laughs> and, uh, but Matthew Polster, I wish you'd have put him on last night. I think when he gets his opportunity, he plays out his skin. And I'm a big Arfield fan as well, but um, Glenn Kamara. One of the best games I've seen Glenn Kamara at Ibrox was last season when they played Kamara. I think we beat him 5-1. It was outstanding that night, but he's hot and cold. He's never... I've not seen him in a good game after that. I don't really know how to go 
go, go on to a f- serious football point after the, the mm. whole toilet roll debacle. Um, but do do your best. What we we Glenn Kamara? I mean, Glenn Kamara, I think has been an outstanding uh, purchase for Rangers. Big clubs Aye. watching him. And I big think he's money. maybe been off the boil since yeah, January. Yeah, a yeah. wee bit off the boil. But look, players go through ups and downs. Um, Arfield, I mean, look, we've got Arfield's biggest fan sitting to the left of me here, so you know that. But poster, poster over Tavernier. I think that it's a no-brainer when uh, you know as soon as Tavernier was fit, being the captain. Rangers looked like they missed a wee bit going forward in in those areas. Tavernier was always going to come back in. I think Polster knows exactly what he is, and that's back up to to Tavernier. As soon as he's fit, he's one of the first names on the team sheet for Steven Gerrard. Andrew, hopefully your bowels are okay. Uh, keep us up to speed on, on what happens next time you go to Ibrox, okay? Catch you later, bye. Good man. That was Andrew and Summerson. Uh, that reminds me, I was actually down at, at your old school today, Gordon yeah. Deal. Um, yeah. It happens to be my old school as well. We, we were educated in the same place. Put your um, still there, okay? Yeah, well, I was looking at the, the Ducks Medalist Board 1972 yeah. to see if yeah. I could see your name, but um, needless to say, it wasn't there. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is, um, I let the... The people hear some some clips from the show, just some of the the sort of daft things that happen. And the point I was trying to make is, when a caller comes on, you never really know where it's going to go. Mm. You can start talking about one thing, and you go off. So I now know what call I'm going to play them next year. <laughs> oh, without a shadow of doubt. <laughs> and it's Andrew, the toilet roll man. I, I hope he calls in again because I want to know if this is a regular thing. You know, I want to I want to know if there's a big game and Rangers are tied no no and he goes to the toilet. I've actually. Please Has don't have any toilet roll <laughs> The so Celtic like, game Come on in, Andrew Come on to the Celtic game If things aren't going right Tell us Tell us what happened He's a Vindaloo the night before <laughs> <laughs> Drinks 8 litres of water <laughs> Just before the game Guinness on his way oh, Anyway exactly. Right that's absolutely plenty yeah. uh, People might still be having their dinner What about tonight's teaser oh, We're looking one. for 12 players who have scored in Scotland and their dads have scored in the English Premier League. Guys like Alex Bruce, son mm. of Steve, Devante Cole, son of Andy, Ollie Lee, son of Rob, and Timothy Weir, son of George. Yeah, you always think your dad's sitting in the stands watching the boys up here, so I'm going to go Josh Windass and Dean Windass. Yes. Good one. Uh, I do, um, just going to guess after us. By the way, Schmeichel hasn't scored up here, has he? No, I know goalkeeper, but his dad did. No, no, but I'm just thinking no. if if Casper. No, forget it. Nah. What about? Uh, I don't know his name, but I know he was up here. Played oh, great. Centre. This will be good. Centre back, Martin Keown's boy. Can you remember his first name? Mm, we Steve. No, played for Partick Thistle. Did he? Ah, oh, Premier League. No, no, that's fine. Yeah, if you oh. can give me his first name. Uh, was it start with? I'll let you away with it. Nile. Nile. Yeah. Okay, one, two, three, four, five down, seven to go. We'll get them oh, next. No. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the league leader for compensation. Talk to Thompson's.com. That was quite the break in the company of Gordon DL and Mark Wilson because we're trying tonight's teaser. And the question is can you name 12 players who've scored in Scotland and whose dads have scored in the English Premier League? And they're actually doing okay. They've got Alex Bruce, Devante Cole, Niall Keown. Ollie Lee Timothy Weir And Josh Windass But I've spent the last few minutes Trying to explain to them That Anton Ferdinand Is not the son of Les Ferdinand <laughs> We've also had to, idea. We know, <laughs> don't you dare. We've also had to explain That Sherwin Seedorf Is not the son Of Clarence Seedorf Yeah I think that was my idea <laughs> So I'm not really sure 
If we're going to progress any, Yeah we are Have you got, got any I've more? Got, yeah I've got uh, Alan Stubbs and his boy Sam Sam Didn't score for Hamilton Told you that he said that oh, He didn't see you Alright I've got another man Cracker I've been a Motherwell fan Hately Mark Hately's boy that, Hold on a minute That what? was my one no, He's just... When did you come out with that? Okay come on Such a big Motherwell fan What's his first name? <laughs> Mark Hately's boy Tom Tom, Tom Hately Yeah okay. Jorkaev Yes, own Jokaev, St. Mirren. I can't that one. <laughs> and Yuri Jokaev. Uh, also, just to let you in on the, the off air secrets, Gordon did not say Jokaev. He said, Do you know that guy, Djokovic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the tennis, tennis player, then. Well, I went snooker or tennis. Uh, I'll uh, tell you what, great response to this on Twitter. So thanks to all the, the, the folks out there it? that are playing. Yeah, Peter Gray got Jokaev. Mikey has thrown in a good few. He's gone for Schmeichel, which is wrong, but he's got one that you still don't have. Stefan Carlin as well Throwing some really good names in there He's fallen for the The old Stubbs one He's gone for Derek and Lewis Ferguson as well Which is not right No Stephen Kennedy got Tom Hately C-O-Y-S Come on you saints I guess Says Owen Jockair So great answers coming in You've got one, two, three Four to get You won't get any of them No I think you'll get one of them And the other three You can forget it That's fine We're quite happy to get to this stage I'll oh, give you some clues uh, yeah, No clues, let's uh, leave it uh, there the maybe. Oh, Let's yeah. speak to Laurie and Dennison Hi Laurie Hey panel Good evening Hi Laurie, Laurie. Uh, Guys uh, It strikes me that Celtic have been magnificent Of course Since the, the winter break uh, However uh, I would urge a note of caution uh, Because A lot of people pr- uh, Celebrating prematurely As though it's done and dusted uh, Nothing could be further For the truth uh, I remember Only Too well a helicopter Sunday uh, And just prior to that With four games remaining Celtic were five points clear So I would suggest to these people I Just don't celebrate uh, Just now There's three months of the campaign Still to go That's my first point A uh, couple of additional points I would like to make Gordon is uh, I'm not going to touch uh, On Edward and Griffiths Everybody said All there is to say about that Absolutely fantastic They've been unleashed as a, a duet. Uh, what I would like to see is Greg Taylor. Fantastic to see him get a chance to claim that the left back position is his own. Uh, I felt since we signed him <clears throat> that he was a natural successor to Kieran Tierney. He gives us a defensive uh, stability that Hayes and Bolingoli don't. And the third and final point I would like to see is that the game against Clyde on uh, the weekend in the Scottish Cup. Because of such a congested fixture schedule uh, over the next two or three weeks, surely this gives Neil Lennon an opportunity uh, to play uh, some of the, the French players. Uh, players who are knocking on the door are coming back for injury, like Daniel Lazani, a uh, young Polish guy that was signed, Klamala, uh, and El Yunusi. Uh, the panel's thoughts. Yeah, like, like the, let's start with the second point, because Greg Taylor is a fascinating one. We were inundated with Celtic fans mm. saying, what's happening? Why is he not playing? Why is Johnny Hayes playing in front of him? Mm. He then has started to play. Neil Lennon has even said, you know, he's in the, the driving seat, if you like. He's the number one. But then strangely on Sunday, without sounding too harsh, in, in some ways, Johnny Hayes coming on was, was the impetus that, that, that Celtic, he certainly helped swing the game really um, in Celtic's favour. How do you look at that position at the moment, Gordon? Uh... It's a matter of opinion Laurie seems to like him I don't think He's The best wing back In the position 
I think he's a very good left back, Gordon. And there's different ways to play that position. So you think if it's four four two, you know, sorry, if it's four at the back, absolutely, Greg Taylor. I think he's the best left back that they've got. But if it's three five two, you're not quite as sure. I, I don't think he's the best wing back they've got. No, I think um, guys like uh, Johnny Hayes, for instance, uh, was a natural winger. I think you've got to play high up the park. You've got to commit players. If you look at Greg Taylor, uh, whether he's been instructed or not, but every time he gets a ball. He never goes and commits people. He never goes by them and then whips ball in the box, uh, bo- balls into the box. He does it from the angle. Now, I think Greg Taylor, and before everybody starts, I'm saying he's a good player. I'm not criticising the lad in any way at all. I think as a wing-back, if you look at Forrest in the other sense, right, you wouldn't say Forrest would be the best right-back the Celtic have got, but in the formation they're playing with the wing-back, he's magnificent mm-hmm. at it. That's my point here I think that Taylor is a four A back four player I don't think he's a wing back player But I don't think he's I don't think he's nailed on I know Neil Lennon saying He's in the driving seat But I don't think he's nailed on I think certain types of game I think Neil would have Looked at Motherwell And saw what they've done this year Seen that they're a real attacking force You've got one attacking guy On one side James Forrest So it's a bit of balance if it does have to shift and be a wee bit more defensive, Greg Taylor's your man. And like happened on Sunday, if it doesn't work, you've got a great option to bring on. I think there'll be games that Johnny Hayes, where Neil thinks, you know what, we can actually afford to just go for this. Then Johnny Hayes may come in and play that role. But I certainly think he's worth a start just now. A lot of fans would agree with that as well, being bought for so much money, or you know, a reasonable amount of money, and not getting a shot. Before we get any further Mark That's not Mark I'm not saying he doesn't deserve a start I'm just making a point That I think The best Players in the system I don't think he's the best player For the wing back But he's playing The now they're winning The clean sheet there uh, A great result uh, Last night as well But I just think In that wing back position I think there's other players That can offer more I think Taylor's an out and out left back What do you think Laurie? Disagree with Gordon? I, I respect Gordon I, no, obviously, You don't even have I, to do that honestly No, no, not at all like. As a player and a manager I, However, in my estimation Irrespective of the formation I, Or the lineup, I Greg Taylor, for me, should be penciled in I, As the, the, the left back I, Going forward defensively I, I think he's, he's brilliant I'll just repeat what I said earlier, Gordon And I think that he has the air apparent to Kieran High praise indeed yeah. Very quickly Because we're short in time What about Laurie's last point Is it a chance I mean, um, Neil Lennon said as much Last night and this yep. morning That they will make Some changes Without going over the top Yeah yeah. well I think That's the point That Neil was involved In that game That infamous game Where there was big names So he knows the, He knows the dangers But as right to to mix up the squad and Thank you very much to Laurie We've had a really disturbing tweet in from Keith McCann Do you remember the last caller who said he goes to the toilet Every time he yeah. needs Rangers to score a goal He says honest to God I'm in the middle of cooking my dinner I'm cutting a sp- I'm cutting a Spanish chorizo And your man the Jers fans talking about going to the toilet I've just phoned a pizza instead I can't face eating the chorizo <laughs> Right quickly you've got a few more on the teaser What have you got for me? None Nothing Oh right okay Nothing That's not good. So Clues Clues, Clues up Okay what about this guy This might give you a clue right We have had a tweet in from Daniel Franklin And he's got one for you And he's got a big Blackburn Rovers badge As his Twitter picture Oh Colin Henry. Henry Colin Henry Son 
of um, no, he, who's his Callum son? Henry who scored for St Johnson. Yes, yeah. well done. Right, these are the ones you'll never get. Initials. I'll name the dad. You name the son. You right. still won't be able to go do then. this. Go, Mike Newell. Uh, uh, big uh, Steve Newell. No. Um, Peter Newell. But you clearly don't know, do you? Initial. George at Motherwell. George. Oh, he never played with Motherwell. Okay, Dad. John Munker. Bobby Munker. Oh, you guys John are John Munker. George Munker oh, Is that his name? George is the son of John Sorry Who played for Swindon and West Ham Nah Never And the last one He's at Dundee United at the moment Yeah And his dad played for Sheffield Wednesday and West Ham Sheffield Wednesday and West Ham? Mm-hmm Initials The son I-I-H oh, Harks Ian Harks. Ian Harks, well done. His dad is John Harks. Thank you to Gordon and Mark. Thank you for all your calls. It was a really busy show with so much football. So please call back tomorrow if you couldn't get through. We're here at six with Hugh Keevens and Fraser Wishart. And Callum Gallagher is up next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the form team for compensation for more than 40 years. Talk to Thompson's.com.